Welcome to another episode of Reading the Bible, a podcast to help us read the Bible better, but specifically read it better as a community. And so to that end, we focus on how to read the particular genre of the book that's being preached through at Hope Presbyterian Church. And our goal is that as we hear the word preached every Sunday, we're also reading and meditating on it in our own lives and in our homes. And we're beginning a series this summer in the Psalms. Now this episode will be less about giving the how-tos for understanding the Psalms, because honestly, more than mastering the Psalms, we, we really need to be mastered by them. That's true of all of Scripture, but uniquely the Psalms. We just need to read them and meditate on them and pray them and sing them and memorize them until they're a part of who we are. Now, if you do want some practical help, uh, please reach out. I'd be happy to share some resources about understanding the Psalms. But for the most part, we'll let the sermons fill in that understanding gap. And today, I'll just give you a few reasons, six reasons, why we need the Psalms. So six reasons we need the Psalms. First, the Psalms show us Jesus. This is true of the whole Bible. All the promises of God find their fulfillment in Jesus. But this is hard with the Psalms for whatever reason, isn't it? These are just the prayers of God's people, right? They didn't know about Jesus yet, so these are nice, but how can they show us Jesus? Well, Jesus made it very clear in Luke 24 when he was talking to his disciples. He told them that everything written about him in the Psalms must be fulfilled. So, from the mouth of Jesus, every single Psalm, just like all the rest of Scripture, anticipates his coming. So they show us Jesus. Second, the Psalms show us ourselves. It was John Calvin who famously said that the Psalms are an anatomy of the soul. He said there's not a single emotion that we could have that we can't find somewhere in the Psalms. It's a mirror into the depths of who we really are. And we're dying to know ourselves. (laughs) We look for ourselves in our work, in our family, in our personality even, and these aren't bad things, but the Psalms can tell us who we really are, who we were made to be, what's gone wrong with us in the world, and what vision of the good life we should be striving toward. So they show us ourselves. Third, the Psalms teach us the Bible. There are a few parts of the Bible that are like windows into the entire story of the Bible. The Ten Commandments are like this, and so are the Psalms. Athanasius was a 4th century church leader. He said that the Psalms are 
an epitome of the whole scriptures. Martin Luther, too, the 16th century reformer, said the Psalms are like a little Bible, and they set out in briefest and most beautiful form all that is to be found in the Bible. So if you want to grow in knowing the overall story of the Bible, and we all should, there's no better place to start than the Psalms. They're like a shorthand to every promise and every doctrine in the whole Bible. So the Psalms teach us the Bible. Fourth, the Psalms teach us how to pray. Now this should be obvious. <laughs> they were Israel's prayer book, and they've been a central part of the church's prayer and devotional life throughout the centuries. But we all struggle in prayer. But how many of us use the Psalms for prayer? It was Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He wrote a little book on the Psalms about how to pray them. And he said, just like how a child learns to speak by being immersed in their parents' language, in the same way we learn how to pray by being immersed in the Psalms. Because the Psalms are uniquely, at the same time, God's words to us, but also man's prayers back to God. And so they're the perfect training ground to really learn how to pray. And in fact, the Lord's Prayer, the prayer that Jesus himself gave his disciples when they asked him, how do we pray, is really just a summary of the Psalms. We learn how to adore and praise God, learn how to confess our sin and to forgive others and how to ask for our needs and really how to move toward the good life in the kingdom of God. So the Psalms teach us to pray. Fifth, the Psalms teach us how to live in community. We really need this. COVID disrupted a lot of our social rhythms and honestly, we're just still fumbling through relationships three years later. The Psalms by their very nature is a communal book. So it's shaped the spiritual, personal lives of God's people. But the culture of ancient Israel was by and large communal. And so they would have thought about their spiritual lives in light of the community. So think about the Psalms of Ascent, Psalms 120 through 134. These were songs sung during the journey to Jerusalem for uh, various festivals and worship-related things. And this was a long journey. A lot of life happened on the way, and these psalms provided the shape and the substance of life on the way. And it's the same with us. We are on a journey of discipleship, following Jesus, and these songs and prayers in the Psalms should be the air we breathe. They show us how to walk together. So the Psalms teach us how to live in community. And lastly, the Psalms teach us how to suffer. More than a third of all the Psalms are what we would call lament Psalms. These are pleas for God to act asking God where he is, praying 
in the darkness or not knowing how to pray at all and being overcome with enemies and watching evil seemingly triumph in the world. And I've heard from so many of you recently about some of the most honestly devastating things. How are we to move forward in this broken world? Well, the Lament Psalms give us permission to come before God and ask bold things like, God, where are you? What are you going to do about this? Here's what you've promised. Why are we not seeing that? So the laments guide us through the darkness, but also the Psalms have this macro movement. So from psalm to psalm, in the details, it seems like they're all over the place. There's a happy psalm, and then a sad psalm, and then another happy psalm. But over the course of all 150 psalms, they are moving from lament to praise, from suffering to glory. And the last five psalms are filled with praise and adoration. The whole earth is singing the praises of the king who is coming and he's going to do away with all suffering. So the Psalms move us forward in hope. So again, don't focus so much on the perfect method to understand the Psalms. Instead, I encourage you to just make the Psalms a regular part of your life. Just get them into you. Pray them every day. Read them at dinner with your family. Memorize them. Sing them. Don't stop until the Psalms have shaped your heart and mind. And over time, sure, your understanding will grow, but more importantly, your whole life will be shaped by the hope that our King is coming.